This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into the game. Chiefs and Eagles. Eagles once again laying a point and a half. Eagles minus 125 at BetMGM. The Chiefs plus 105. Total is 50 and a half. And we do have some news finally out of the Super Bowl. That is that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been activated by the Chiefs with Nicole Hardman is out for the Super Bowl. So they get some depth when it comes to running back because Edwards Hilaire will join Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon in that backfield. But receiver-wise, this is a bit of a setback for the Chiefs because, of course, if you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, you want your full complement of weapons. But Andy Reid did say yesterday that he is pretty confident that Juju Smith-Schuster and Kadarius Toney will return. So I don't think this is going to move the needle much. But I will say that, at least on the ground, Edward Solaire is someone who can certainly be effective in that offense. Yeah, I mean, it's great to have him back. Obviously, you don't want some of the other players to have to be out. But to get Edward Solaire back, I'm just curious as to how much he'll play, being he's missed yeah. so much time. I believe he's been out since, what, week nine? Yeah. Uh, and the Chiefs have found some success with Pacheco and uh, McKinnon. And so it'll be interesting to see, do they stick with those two as their primary targets, as their primary backs, or do they um, get Clyde Edwards-Alaire some more, some more touches and some more time? I mean, he's proven that he's a pretty good player and can definitely help this team. So even just to have him as some added depth, I think is probably comforting for the Kansas City Chiefs with the other injuries that they have going on right now, right? For sure. And and I thought it was interesting yesterday. It, you, we always talk about players having a chip on their shoulder, right? Like guys always motivate mm-hmm. themselves. That's when, when Michael Jordan was doing the last dance. It was, you know, I took that personally, which has become a yep. meme. He took everything personally. Well, Nick Sirianni was talking yesterday during the Super Bowl media day. And he said that he has a chip on his shoulder because when Andy Reid came from the Eagles to take over the Chiefs. At the time, I believe Romeo Cronell was head coach of the Chiefs, and Sirianni was on that staff as, I think it was quarterback's coach. And so Andy Reid came in and, of course, brought his own coaches with him. And he said, yeah, you know, I I sort of have a chip on my shoulder because Andy Reid came in and, and let me go. And I thought, well, I don't know about that. Because here's the thing. Sirianni was the wide receivers coach, so I want to make sure I get that right. But this, if you're Andy Reid, like, I'm not saying that Nick Sirianni isn't using this as motivation, but if you're Andy Reid and you've been coaching in the NFL long enough, like the Andy Reid tree, the number of coaches he has touched or influenced in this league is, like, it's endless, right? So, of course, when you've been in the league this long, like, naturally, there are going to be coaches that you have to let go 
or you move on from because you're bringing in a new staff, you're bringing in your guys. And it was interesting. Nick Serrano was like, you know, Andy Reid was so professional about it. He was so supportive. But I've also got a chip on my shoulder. I was like, all right. I mean, I guess whatever works for you. But I, I found it fascinating to listen to him and talk about him using that as motivation when really it wasn't from the outside looking in. You're like, oh, wow, I, you got let go by Andy Reid. But I don't think it that really tells the full story because this kind of happens in the NFL all the time. It happens across all professional sports all yeah. the time. A new coach comes in, new head coach comes in, new management, and they clean house and bring in all their own people. That's not exactly something that I feel like you can point to and be like, <laughs> I was let go and now it's massive motivation because he didn't want me. Like, he just brought his new guys in. It happens all the time. I'm sure Sinoriani brought his guys in when he took over for the Eagles. Yeah. Let some people go. It sounds like it's basically just something he's going to try and use as a little motivation, like just kind of creating it himself. For sure. Now, we talked about Andy Reid and how he says that he should get most of his receivers back, Juju Smith-Schuster and Kadarius Toney. Well, he's obviously going to have Patrick Mahomes to throw to those guys, and we were talking about Patrick Mahomes as an underdog yesterday, so I drilled down on these numbers. So it depends on sort of where you want to go with this trend. But as an underdog all-time, K, Patrick Mahomes is 7-1-1 one, and one against the spread all-time. He is 6-3 and three straight up. However, this is his first time ever as a playoff underdog. I think we, we both discussed, well, that doesn't make much of a difference. Ultimately, yeah. if you're good as a dog, you're good as a dog. But our executive producer, Bill Rowland, put this in, and I thought this was fascinating. Patrick Mahomes is just the seventh quarterback to make the Super Bowl in the same year that he led the league in passing yards. The previous six all lost, every single one of them. Dan Marino in 84, lost to the Niners. Kurt Warner in 2001, lost to the Patriots. Rich Gannon with the Raiders, lost to the Bucks back in 2002. It's happened to Tom Brady twice in 2007, lost to the Giants 2017, lost to the Eagles, and then Peyton Manning in 2013 with the Broncos, lost to the Seahawks 43-8. to Does this, which is very interesting, but does it mean anything? Yeah, I don't know. That is very interesting, though. I didn't know that. Wow. It, it, it doesn't mean a whole lot to me because for ed, every trend you find, you can find another one that contradicts it or that, that tells a different yeah. story. So Patrick Mahomes is great as an underdog. Awesome. Makes me want to bet on Patrick Mahomes. All of a sudden, uh, the, the leading scorer or the leading passer during the regular season loses every year in the Super Bowl. Makes me not want to bet on Patrick Mahomes. So it's kind of like pick your poison on which trends you want to follow and believe in. But I'm not sure those are the end all be all. No, it's true. And also, when the one thing that stood out to me, and then I had to check myself, is that I looked all, at all these quarterbacks. And of course, this is a who's who, maybe not Rich Gannon, but you're talking about Hall of Famers, Marino, Warner, Brady, Manning. And then I'm like, wow, all these guys lost. But I'm like, yes, but Michael, when you get to the Super Bowl, not always, you are generally playing another very good quarterback who gets to the Super Bowl as well for good reason, because... Mm -hmm. More often than not, you have to have a great quarterback to get to that point. So I think it's interesting, but also take it with a grain of salt. I mentioned the MVP odds earlier, and we've seen a little bit of adjustment here, Kate. 
These open with Jalen Hurts being the favorite at plus 110 and Patrick Mahomes at plus 165. Well, now Hurts and Mahomes are even at plus 135. Travis Kelsey, 11 to 1. A.J. Brown, 14 to 1. Devontae Smith, 30 to 1. Are you on either of these quarterbacks or are you taking a shot on someone with more value? I don't think I'm going to be on either of the quarterbacks. I it's more than likely going to be a quarterback because it is, I think it's like 55% of the time a quarterback wins MVP in the Super Bowl. Um, but there's just not a whole lot of value there where I would almost rather just take whichever team I think, which I think is going to be the chiefs just to win outright. Because if the chiefs win, um, Patrick Mahomes is more than likely going to win MVP with the narrative around his ankle and everything. There's just no way they give it to anyone else unless Travis Kelsey goes off for three, four touchdowns. But then again, he's catching balls from Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so a bet on the Chiefs, I don't know, makes a little bit more sense to me than, than betting on Patrick Mahomes to win it. But also with the um, Jalen Hurts, if the Eagles win mm-hmm. it, I could see maybe a running back from the Eagles because yeah. Jalen Hurts didn't throw a single touchdown in the NFC championship game. If his arm is still, his shoulder still bothering him a little bit, then uh, I'm not sure he's going to be throwing a whole lot uh, more in this game. And so therefore are his receivers going to get much action. I might look at Miles Sanders at plus 3000, because if he can rip off a couple long runs for touchdowns, he could mm-hmm. end up being, um, the MVP, I know that's a very long shot. I think either way, it'll be Hurts or Mahomes, but that would kind of be what I would look at. I don't I don't dislike that at all. Miles Sanders has been very good in the postseason, averaging, what, almost five yards a carry, scored in the NFC Championship game. And if he gets enough carries and the Eagles can move the ball on that Chiefs defense, I, I like the value at 30-1. to 1. Madden NFL 23 has made its prediction for the game. If you like simulation, you say, oh, I want to know what Madden has to say because Madden has all of these metrics and all these numbers. Well, Madden has the Eagles winning 31-17. Jalen Hurts goes 26 of 33, 282 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He rushes 10 times for 88 yards. Patrick Mahomes goes 29 of 39 for 249 yards, a touchdown and a pick. However... The Madden simulation has missed four of the last five Super Bowl predictions. So (laughs) you just, like everything else, it sounds good in theory, and they have all the numbers, but even a computer simulation, and one that is, I mean, I don't know how advanced Madden is compared to real algorithms, but take this for what it's worth. Madden says, Eagles in a blowout. Wow, that's uh, surprising, but also not if, (laughs) Madden's been wrong for so many years like this is probably going to be a very close game comes down to a final drive just because Madden predicted this one to be a blowout I want to run into the person who tells me that they're betting on the Eagles just because of Madden NFL 23 and you know what when you're talking about casual betters kid I bet this happens more often than not Oh, I'm sure. And I'm, I'm sure there's people out there taking like alternate alternate lines because of this. Like they're they're taking Eagles minus 10, 11, 12 because Madden's selling them to. I don't play Madden. Do you play Madden, Jenks? I won't let myself play Madden. I spend so much time on my phone and my computer 
whenever I start yeah. gaming, I'm like, Michael, like you have to get away from a screen. So it's not that I don't love to play it. I used to play the early versions back in the day and finally had to cut myself off. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.